you're going to plug the Schlopen token into the uh, Tinderheim, and then that's going to go into butt section of level two. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Sunday Nights. I'm your host, Dan McGarren, joined once again by our cast of wonderful and affordable role players. When last we left our heroes, they had crashed into the quiet town of Ash Fallen. After figuring out that it was only Vilmar that could have killed the captain and stolen the axe, our heroes decided to track him down and take their revenge. They spend the early morning preparing for the fight, resupplying down at the local shops. Upon finishing their purchase of horses, black ash starts to fall from the sky. A sense of dread washes over everyone in the town. So we begin at the stables. What do you all do? I am going to look around and see if I can see a source for the ash. So the ash has fallen from the sky. It looks like a big plume above head. Uh, Is there somewhere higher we can get, like a guard tower? There are a couple watchtowers that you can get to. Uh, So let's start heading towards one of those then. Okay. So you all head over to one of the guard towers on the western side. It's the one closest to you. As you reach it, the guards are there. They look at you as you approach. What do you do? I guess I'm not going to be bothered by these stupid guards. So I go ahead and I use the chaos to stealth and slip past them. And I have advantage because of those nifty boots I wear. All right, I rolled a 30. As the guards are looking around, some of the townsfolks have distracted them, and you slip past them, heading up the guard tower. It's a simple tower. There's no walls. It seems to be constructed mainly out of wood. So you start to climb the ladder, just keeping out of sight and not drawing attention to yourself. What are the rest of you guys doing? So I am going to ask the guards if they know what the meaning of this is. Oh, no, not not really. Um, uh, Hendrick, do you know? You gotta no. let us up that tower, young man. Wave my cane at him. Oh, oh, what? Well, Just waiting. Him. Oh, well, old timer, uh, don't worry. We're keeping the order. No need to get up the tower. Don't make you me roll intimidation. Are you gonna roll intimidation? I don't know. Can I roll persuasion first? Sure, go ahead. Does anyone give me advantage on this? Anyone want to help in this conversation? No, I'm good. You're not there. You're already up the tower. All right, we're looking at a five for persuasion. Looks like old man's got to get up today with these 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 guards. It's like, slow down there, old timer. Slow down there. Uh, you don't want to go you breaking your head. You don't let me pass. I'll bend you over my knee and give a good smack to your bottom. Hey, a natural 20 for my intimidation of the smacked bottom. One of the guards actually looks at you, and he's actually, like, starts rubbing his bottom. Like, you've just brought up memory, traumatizing memories from his past. The other guards look at the rest of you three. They look at Sornar and Poe, and like, is he serious? It's really hard to tell. All right, well... Wait, isn't Beep with us? I'm here? Oh, yeah, Beep. Yeah, Beep's here. They look at Sornar, and they look at Beep, and Beep they're like... just kind of shrugs. <laughs> if you two vouch for him, then by all means, you guys can go up the tower, take a look, but be careful, little man, okay? Sornar is going to start heading up the ladder. All right, so Sornar is heading up the ladder. Mirio, you slink up there first. There's one guard up on the tower itself. He's looking out. He doesn't have a spyglass or anything. He's just kind of putting his hand over his eyes and just gazing out out at the wilderness. I'm going to light a cigarette, walk up from behind him, and is is there there like a 
a railing he's leaning against. Did something yeah. awful happen? Alright, I'm gonna lean up against the railing right next to him and say, Excuse me, sugar, you're blocking my view. Oh, um, it's quite dangerous, man. We're in a... It's not good. Well, aren't you the detective? Anyways, at this point, I look around uh, and try to see if there are any... Roll me a per, uh, perception check. Um, uh, anyone? Well, the ones that are up the tower. So Muriel, Muriel and Sornar would be up the tower at this point. Did Poe make it up there? Sorry, I had to... Poe, you made it up there. Poe's rolling well tonight with a 21. Mm-hmm. Go uh, ahead, roll last... a perception check. Okay. Sornar rolled a five, so he's just that looking... That is a unnatural 20. So Sornar, you rolled a five, is what you said? Yeah, I, I'm I'm looking in the wrong direction for whatever I'm looking for. You're looking up. You're just kind of gazing up at you know up at the skies, like the ash is coming from the sky. Mirio, you got a twenty. Poe, what'd you get? Twenty-one. All right. So you're all looking more towards the west. From the west, you see a heap, uh, four stone walls, and just a plume of black smoke is just billowing out of the top. Does it look like it's a fire, or does this look like like it, does it look like it's burning down, or is it like something industrial? It looks industrial. It looks like a smokestack at this point, like heavy machinery going on from like the industrial era. I look down at the uh, both literally and metaphorically at the uh, my gentleman companions and say, "Hey, I think I know where our friend is," and I uh, point. Uh, in the direction of the tower. All that ash is heading from a fortress or something. As you guys are standing on the tower, Beep, you get to the top of the parapet. As all of you are standing up there, eyeing the smoke that's coming from the keep, from the east of the town comes a very large airship painted with the sigil of House Canna, and it lands in a nearby field. That's probably Lord Osborne? No, that would be the supplies that he sent. Should we check it out? Don't see any reason not to. All right, so yeah, let's go to that ship. Muriel is Muriel is heading that way. You guys head towards the airship. As you all head to the fields, you go to a clearing, which seems to be almost be set up like a small landing strip. The ship is docked. It has anchored itself and has tied itself on, and there's a gangplank. You do see people working around the ship, making so it is prepared to stay where it's at. You do not see anybody else but the workers of the ship. All right, stealth mode. Okay. This is- this is what I do. I steal ships. I do the piratey thing. Hopefully. Right. Well, because if this is the one time I fail a stealth check, that would be very embarrassing. That would be a 20. I know, a 21. All right. You sneakily edge yourself towards the ship. What All are right. the rest of you three doing? I am going to try and take cover in the trees over here and watch her. Poe's going to get close, but not towards the ship. So probably where Muriel is now. And then like after that, not going to follow. I like, like to say uh, stealth is not invisibility. Yeah. Are there any ropes or anything hanging off the ship? Yes, there are ropes hanging off the ship. So the ship itself is tied down. You're able to grab hold of a rope and then you can crawl yourself up or pull yourself up. All right. I wish to do that thing. So is that going to be acrobatics? It'd be an athletics check to do that. Okay. That is a 13 to get up the rope. You climb a rope. All right. Um, I want to get on the deck and sort of look around to see where the guards are. Do I need to reroll stealth? No, you're fine. 
You're fine. Okay. So on the deck of the ship, you see people moving in and about. They're pulling down the rigging. They're tying up everything. It seems like they're here to stay until someone approaches. So you see people running back and forth. It is ordered chaos is the best word to describe it. Uh, Everybody is wearing the same uniform. Everybody's wearing the sigil of the house, Kenneth. Is there someone in charge here? Wait, uh, Sornar? Yes. Uh, so I the, see that they have house. Someone who looks like they're in charge. Uh, Yes, I uh, no, I did I, say I did say the ship had the symbol of House Caneth on it. Yeah, well, it has I, the symbol of House Caneth. But what I mean is, is there somebody giving orders, or is it just? Yes, there is someone giving orders. There is a captain. Okay, I would like to sneak over to the captain. Well, I'm gonna walk up to the ship. So there seems to be someone on the top deck. He's giving orders. All right, I would like to take him, sneak up on him, and uh, quietly. Throw him overboard. Damn it. All right. He falls 20 feet and lands on Sornar. All right. Uh, can um, I attempt to catch him? Did this sure. attract attention, though? Yes, that would attract attention. All right. Who catches me? Are you talking about, like, physically? Yeah. No, I mean, like, after the person has uh, left the building, so to speak, does anyone, like, look over? Yeah, a couple of people, because the captain going, oh! So right. he, I, he goes, I look at them, falls over. I, I look at them and say... How much are they paying you? Excuse me? <laughs> hey, how much do they pay you to run this bucket? Sornar, you catch the captain. <laughs> I, I rolled a oh, 10 in athletics. You're under him, you just go, huh, I caught him. Sorry about that, sir. I'm oh. also a Is there... Uh... But, uh, I say again, how much are they paying you? Hey, Muriel, stop! We're contracted under House Kenneth. They're paying us our wage. And how much is that? I uh, shout out to Muriel to stop. Muriel, do you listen? Yeah, I'm listening, but they're saying they're contracted, but they get paid a wage. Yes, that's that's how that works. I want to get a ship and a crew. I want to find out, like, are they making minimum wage? Like, I'm trying to inspire mutiny here. They're making a silver piece a day. They are contracted workers. Yeah. Okay. Where are you? uh, I look at them. Want to get paid more than that? Yes, but we can't go against our contracts. Why not? Because then we won't be able to work for House Caneth ever again. But you could work for me. Right, but which uh flash him some control? of your gold. <laughs> I pull two gold pieces out of my pouch and say, Anybody who wants to help me fly this thing will get a gold piece for today's work. They all look at each other. They don't seem ready to like one of doesn't seem ready to speak. And they're like, um, it's gold, guys. It is gold. It's like <laughs> yes, but it's just for a day. Hey. It can become more than one day if you fly this thing right. right. Can I get back onto the ship with the captain and Muriel Muriel and be like, listen, we don't want to take from these guys. You can go up the gangplank and get onto the ship. I get up there and I am like, stop. We can work this out through other means. Uh, I'm offering to pay these men for their services. The, the house house Kenneth will, will pay them plenty for their service. I, I go over and whisper. You realize House Kenneth is the one that betrayed you, right? Oh, it was just the one dude. Sure. As you guys are talking and squabbling over who is the captain of the ship now, Poe, you see exiting from the tree line a group of robed individuals. Their hoods are down. You can't see a lot of defining features. They do look humanoid. They're not doing it in haste. They are slowly approaching the ship as if they're meant to be there. Are they wearing the same symbols? Like, what weapons do they have? I want to... Through the road, they look like they're coming see. at this thing like seriously. They're walking towards it with purpose. You see no weapons. They are completely robed. 
But each of their robes has the same symbol on it, that of a yellow eye. Not House Tanith. Not House Caneth symbol, no. All right, old man's going to get in the way a little. Arr, you must be lost, too. Do we hear yeah. Poe? Yeah, you hear Poe. I look at Sorna and say, can we get this bucket flying? It looks like we're going to have company. One second. One second. Captain, what brings you here? Are you the ones to deliver the mining equipment? Lord Osborne sent me here to deliver the mining equipment to a Vilmar. Yeah, Vilmar has turned against the house and is uh, pursuing his own needs over the House of Kenneth. Oh my. I tried to send a message to Lord Osborne, but he wasn't able to receive me. You know, arcane magic over faith-based magic. If this accusation is true, then it is a very serious one. I will have to call the Lord and get verification. One moment, please. All right, uh, before that, though, uh, do you know those guys down there? No, I I do not know them. So, Poe, as you approach, one of the hooded uh, gentlemen, he... Lifts up his hood. He is a human, completely bald. On his forehead seems to be a golden eye that's been branded with actual gold into it. And he goes, Greetings, greetings, shipman. We are here on behalf of Vilmar to pick up the supplies. Our cart is waiting just over the tree line, and we'd be happy to take them from here. If you please lead us to the cargo bay. It would be much appreciated. Thank you. Of course. <laughs> wait, wait for Lord Osborne before you proceed, Captain. And uh, I'm going to walk him over so that he's with, they're all within, like, getting dropped on distance of everyone. Okay. The captain will look. He goes, it's good um, that you came and got this mining equipment for your, uh, uh, and then hang on. Shit. Roll deception. Your evil schemes. You know, mutiny would have been so much easier. Beep, explain what you're doing with uh, with your ability. So, so Beep is using Flash of Genius, and for those of you who don't know, that just means he can add his spellcasting modifier to an ability check. Um, so okay. In, that, in this case, it's plus four to Poe's deception check. So as Poe is talking, you see that it's about to go off the rails, and you shout out the word SCHEME! His scheme, right, Poe? Do you have something you want to scream out to me to give me inspir- or, or intelligence, Beep? Yeah, I scream. I, I just scream out, uh, scheme. It was the scheme. Yes, just the scheme. Sorry, I've just had, you know, evil on the mind after I heard this wonderful tale. Oh, my God, can I tell you about Marie's? When she, and I, I, I use my old man abilities to have them interrupt me so i don't ramble on it, it, it's 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 fine uh shipman just open up the cargo bay and we'll be on our way <laughs> rhyming all... is fun and i look up to my crewmate or my friends up there and uh are you guys like ready what are you guys doing i i'm waiting for I, the captain to I say want... what he's gonna say i'm so... wanting to mutiny no one likes that idea. You're not going to convince the manager of Subway to get all the employees of Subway to mutiny against Subway. Why do you think I threw him think we're allowed off to say the ship? Either. Corporate America, dude. Like, not allowed to say why, Subway. Why, why do you think I threw him off the ship? I He's wanted to kill him. And I've killed so many wood elves in my life, like in character. I don't care. But I do. That so, you have misplaced priorities, my friend. Uh, is anyone going to help 
these cultists Poe is dealing with. So the captain looks uh, at his men. He's Poe like, might let out a flurry of blows against these <laughs> evil cultists. Okay. <laughs> uh, but hopefully, I catch eyes with Beep, and maybe I can get a second surprise attack with me. Can I communicate that with my eyes? He's about to throw hands. All right. I'm, I'm going like to go looking ahead. At you and looking at them, looking at you, looking at them. Or, <laughs> or he has oh, I get it. I get what's going on here. I'm just going to kind of like reach out with the little uh, octopus arm. I'm going to stab him with a little needle. And he's going to start growing. Growing to double his size. Wait, who are you casting that I'm on? Sorry? On Poe. <gasps> <Yay. laughs> what's the range of that spell? 30 feet, so you shoot him with a dart. And Poe, so Poe, he looks at you and Beep just like nods back and he shoots you with a dart. All of a sudden, your clothes start to feel a little bit tighter as you grow in size. They're pretty loose to begin with, so yeah, that should be fine. And Sornar Muriel now stands before you uh, is a Poe that's about half as tall as the ship. And, uh, yeah, no, I'm just gonna let out that flurry of blows against this guy. Go ahead. Just whoop his ass. So I get one smack, 17, two smack, 16, three smack. That's a crit fail and a nine. And Jesus! (laughs) I used lucky. I rolled two nat ones in a row. I ain't doing that shit. Uh, So a 17, a 16, and a 20. Uh, using my lucky feet. It just uh, takes a second to get used to your your bigger body. Yeah. All right, so go ahead, roll for damage. Okay, so that's... Hwacha, 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 and 3d4, hwacha. So that is all to that head guy at 16, 8, 9, and an extra 10 because my fists are so big. As you oh. hit him with your with your big old man fist, he will crumple down to the ground. 33 damage. Thank you for the enlarge. Yeah, good job. As you're well on these guys, another one puts his hands up to his lips and goes and starts whistling. You hear the sound of a bird, and we are going to go ahead and start initiative. Someone shoot that fucking bird. Sornar rolled a six. Muriel got a nine. Beep got a six. And Poe got a 16. He's large and in charge. At least that's what he thinks anyways. Okay. Wow, wow, wow. So the cultists go first. Shit. Large and in charge. So as you grow, you hit the one down. The other three scramble to attack, so they will draw off their daggers. And some of them will actually draw out wands. That's not good. Outcasters hate them. Mm -hmm. Two of them are going to cast spiritual weapon. Spiritual weapon's the worst. For you. Oh, it is a very good spell, yes. Very good spell. Love the spell. So one spiritual weapon on Poe, two spiritual weapons on Poe. These weapons are golden in hue. Do you guys know what a Chris is? The the wiggly kind of dagger? The wiggly, yes. So uh, it's it's a wavy dagger. So these are sword versions of those. All right. So, Poe, does the 19 hit you? Yeah, 19 hits me. Leave me alone. So, Poe, you take five points of damage. Second attack is going to be an eight. That will miss you. Now, okay. the guy next to the sword who's living, is he casting that sword? I hope he is. Yes. He is. Sweet. Yes, he is. He's going to hit himself with his own sword. I'm going to step out of the way with my big leg, and it's just going to okay. chop him in the face. So, roll damage. 
and he's going to take that damage. He's going to take three points of force damage. And spiritual weapon, please tell me your concentration spell. Uh, spiritual weapon is a concentration spell. Make that constitution saving throw, cultist bitch. You failed. You got an eight, so yeah, it does go away. They're going to get out their daggers, and they're going to stab you. <laughs> they're going to stab you hard. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. All right, so it's like they get two attacks each. So 23, 10 will miss. Critical pass for the 23... So you can take six points of damage. The critical, you will take eight points of damage. The 10 misses. Are you able to do that again, or is that just a reaction? Uh, it's my reaction, so yeah, one and okay. done. So two more attacks. Will a 14 hit you? 14 misses. 14 will miss, and a six will miss again. Um, Suck it, Caproni. Yeah, well, that's not your biggest issue, Bo. Your biggest issue is what's coming out of the tree line. So out of the tree line comes this lumbering creature. So where Poe grew to twice the size of a normal man, this is twice the size of Poe. It is completely bald. Its skin is a blue hue. And on its forehead is that golden eye symbol. And it's charging. It will reach the ship next turn. Poe, it is your turn. I'm sorry, but describe how menacing this creature is one more time. This creature is very menacing. A giant axe in its hand. Its, its skin is blue as almost perpetually frostbitten. The gold gleams off the sunlight. It's dressed in furs and leathers from different creatures. Large bears. Large twice bears. Twice the size of me. Twice the size of you. Oh, wait, that's incremental. So it's just, I'm large, it's huge. It's a huge creature, yes. Okay. So Nemo? Okay, so three by three. Yes. I quickly look back and see how my crew feels about this. Can I get a quick insight? Otherwise, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna kick some cultist ass. How's the rest of the party looking after seeing a, a giant's coming out? Nah, it's nah. big. Whatever. Does it actually look like something I could say jump on top of t- and uh, stab repeatedly? Yes, but that's most things. <laughs> well, I mean, in terms of. Legolas style cave troll execution. Yeah, you can do that. Excellent. I, I'm down with that. I'm down with that idea. Did like Re- remember, it only counts as one. <laughs> okay, but it's not my turn yet. No, it is. Post- All right. Turn. Yeah. No. Um. Okay. Cool. Po- yeah. Post we're throwing fucking, hands. We're down for it. I'm. I'm gonna throw hands, and he's gonna be here next turn. He is charging towards you. Okay. Like he'll be here. He'll attack me next turn. Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. He will get to you, uh, and I'm you're gonna, gonna get I'm an gonna, axe to the I'm, face. I'm gonna kick the crap out of this uh, this dagger wielder. Like that that stung. It did. Uh, however, I'm just gonna attack and extra attack. All right. Does a 14 and a 14 hit? A 14 will hit. Yes. Oh, dip. Hell yeah. Woo! This guy is freaking a pastry dish. He took 27 damage. As I as I stomp oh. on him, he's dead. He is. He's not dead. He is hurt. He's very hurt. He is bloodied. And then turning and seeing this creature, I no longer care about these cultists, and I'm going to take a defensive stance with my bonus action using a key. All right. Is that it for your turn? That is it for my turn. I'm going to defend this ship. Muriel, it is your turn. So I'm going to run 5, 10, 20, 25. I'm, and then I'm going to hold. All right. So when this giant gets close enough to the ship that I can leap onto it, I'm going to just jump it. And I have All right. I have, I have 10 more feet of movement. Yeah. Uh, would that allow me to jump or do I need to... Nope, you're good. Yeah, All you'll right. be fine. So I'm going to hold until it jumps 
comes by, and then I'm going to leap on top of it. All right. Is that it for your turn, then? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to hold. Zordar. I am very not happy with the cultists, and the fact that they're using giants against us is not cool. So what I am going to do is I am going to create a guardian of faith right here on the body of the dead cultist. Yep. You create a guardian faith on the body of the dead cultist. And that is going to be on the beginning of their turn. Is that correct? So it looks like their turn. Yes. Okay. Guardian vanishes when it has dealt a total of 60 points of damage. So if it does 60 points in one turn, then it vanishes. Is that correct? Yeah. But the most it can do is 20 radiant damage. Right. Um, And then if they fail, they take half of that. Okay. Sornar, is that it for you? That is going to be it for me. Okay. Beep. So Beep wants to uh, step back here by Sornar, jump over the edge, and start attacking these cultists. This All is right, what I was Beep, made go ahead, for. Make, <laughs> go ahead, Beep, make me an athletics check so you don't have to take fall damage. Natural 20. Woo! Oh, yeah. So you, you, do you jump off? Uh, <laughs> would you like to describe how heroically you leap? Yeah, so I'm just, as I leap over the side, I give a little salute to Sornar. And I unsheath my radiant longsword, and I just bring it down for 18 to hit on the guy right underneath me. 18 will hit. So seven slashing damage. And that was the one Poe was hitting, so it goes down. He dies. I'll turn, I'll turn my attention to the cultist immediately next to him, and I'll take my extra attack. Does a 10 hit? Uh, 10 will miss. As you bring your sword down, he brings his dagger up to block your sword. You just hear loud clapping. Poe is very pleased. <laughs> And I'll kind of position myself so that these uh, roped guys are between Poe and myself. That's my turn. All right. Very nice. So they will go next. The spiritual weapon, Poe, will swing at you, uh, but will miss. Ah! The cultists turn their attention to you, Beep, because they feel that the giant will be able to manhandle the old man. You're going to take their dagger, so they start to attack you ravenously. 12, 6, 13, and 18. They all miss. Their daggers are just pinging off your shield and armor. Just, ah, die, mechanical man. And then they have to make a dexterity saving. And they all have to make a dexterity saving throw. Thank you for reminding me. So the dexterity saving throw for the first one is nine. So that fails. Uh, that's fails. 20 damage. 20 points of damage. All right. <laughs> and then a 13. Fails. It's going to be another 20 damage. <laughs> okay. 40 damage. Now... Does Poe make the save too? No, it's just be cre- uh, any creature who, who is hostile to you. Any creature that's hostile to you. Okay. The giant will run up. Boom, boom, boom. Ugh. Raise its and, massive. Uh, ass- and I activate my held action. All right. I'm going to leap onto uh, the giant. Okay. Hopefully. Uh, acrobatics? Question mark? Yay! Yep, that's an 18. <coughs> right. 18. You swine dive off. You only fall about five feet. You grab onto one of the furs that's around this giant. All right. And, and what? its looking. body is moving back and forth, you know, as it prepares for its strike. All right. Before it gets the chance to do that, I'm going to take my rapier and I want to stab it right at the base of the neck. Okay. Go ahead and roll attack. Okay. Hey. That is a 20 to hit. So you roll the 20 to hit. The 20 will actually hit. I'm gonna, I'm getting a little paranoid here. Okay. Then the damage, that's gonna be eight. It is magical piercing. Okay. And I assume because she wasn't expecting me to jump on her that I get my sneak attack damage. 
you do get your sneak attack damage, yes. That is 18 hey. points of sneak attack damage. So in total, that will be 26 magical piercing damage at the base of the this giant's neck in the spine. As you do that, it brings its axe down towards Poe. It's oh. so enraged. <laughs> Sorry, uh, honey. Hits Poe for a 27, dealing 24 uh, slashing damage. I'm going to use a lucky point. Let's see what I get here. All right, we're not going to use that nat 20. All right, looks like I just took a lot of damage. Do you have any sort weren't of you bra- Weren't you bragging? Like He's like, I didn't take any damage the last few Wait, No, uh, I know never to brag that. Poe, your defensive stance, does that just give them disadvantage to hit? Yep. Oh, then it was a 25 to hit. It's, that, that's... It's, it's what was I? Still hurts. I was like, <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, that totally takes a chunk out of uh, the old man. It brings its axe down. Um, as its bonus action, it's actually going to rage. <laughs> and it's going to take its hand off the axe, reach back, and try to grab at Muriel. All right. I am... Wait. Hold up. I am... Because I still had most of my... I hadn't used a bonus action with that. This is an odd question. But because she is so big and covered with furs, can I use my bonus action to hide? Yeah, go ahead. I'll I'll, (laughs) I'll allow her. Yes! (laughs) All right. Advantage to stealth. 29. So as you stab one, remove your weapon from the giant, and you see its hand go back and start to swat at you like you're a fly, and you kind of just sneak around and you you tuck yourself underneath a particularly large pelt, and it just starts swinging at you. It will do its attack with disadvantage. Yay! Yay. All right. So does an 18 hit you? It does, but if I'm on her back, Mm-hmm. I think that she would do some damage to herself as well because she's blind. <laughs> she's blindly trying to hit something on her back with a gigantic axe. I'm just saying that just saying. I think there should be some damage dealt to her as well. Uh, okay. All right. So you're going to take 13 points of damage okay. as it hits you, and it's going to attempt to grab you. So it's going to attempt to grab uh, you. Also, a skirmisher ability. When an attacker that you see, I can use my reaction to have the attacks damage against me. So that would only be seven or six? Six. All right. I mean, not as bad as pose, but ow. And so what do I need to roll in order to dodge her hand? Uh, You didn't dodge her hand. She actually grabbed you. So on your turn, you can try to do an acrobatics check to escape. All right. Speaking of your turn, it is Poe's turn. Oh, my God. You take this axe hit. It reaches back behind it and grabs, and you see it lifting its hand. It's grabbing Muriel, and it's holding her up towards it. It looks like it's about to throw her. Martial arts master Poe is going to try and, would it be a disarming move? I want to try and, like, get her out of the grasp of the giant. Try to disarm the giant? Yeah, like... Essentially I'll allow like it. Free Muriel. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, how how would I do that? Athletics, acrobatics. Can I make an attack roll to like punch her in a weak spot and like try and try and strike a nerve? Punch her in the boob. I just hear from the hand. Punch her in the boob. All right. Is that a weak <laughs> I punch her in the boob with my giant fist. <laughs> 
She just did 24 damage to me. I have no shame in punching her in the boob, all right? <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you go to punch, punch the giant in the boob. I, I mean, punch if the giant want to do that themat, I want her to drop Muriel. Okay. Um, if punching her in the boob is the thematic way we're doing it, let's do it. You know, go ahead. <laughs> I can't make her punch her in the right boob, all right. I know from experience that that hurts. I don't want it to sound as bad as, <laughs> it's like, I know that punching a woman in the boob, it, it does hurt them quite a bit, all right. so. Uh, I got a 23 to hit her in her, in her weak spot. Okay, uh, so yes, yes, a 23 will hit her in the boob. She screams out in pain. Go ahead, roll for damage. Oh, you punched her in the boob, and we're doing some damage. Am I doing damage? <laughs> and am I? Yeah, do damage. Material? Here's my ruling for this. So you're gonna do damage. I'm going to roll it like a concentration check to see if the giant will let go of Muriel. Okay. Okay, and I'm also gonna do a fury of blows and punch her three more times in the boob if she doesn't drop. <laughs> oh my gosh, this that's, is going like to be beautiful. That's like a speed bag in a gym. <laughs> I mean, she's that old. Is she an old giant? Like... <laughs> I'm just picturing some Dragon Ball Z mess over here. Like, ah! <laughs> oh my gosh. Or that anime about shirtless buff men. <laughs> the aura, aura, auras. All right, so I got. All right, so on a twenty-three, I assume that hits. Does does she drop Muriel? The twenty-three will hit. So the twenty-three would hit. I'm gonna go roll for Constitution. Wow, rolled a ten. So yes, on the first boob punch, Bam. the giant will drop Muriel. Told you, punch her in the boob. It works. Awesome. So the giant's holding her up very high, like about she's about to throw her onto the ground. So if Muriel is dropped, she'll drop about twenty feet. She'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I already swung on my hits. I don't have any other actions to to do anything. No, you're fine. All right. Uh, so but a 12, because I miss. see Muriel dropping and I'm scared. 27, she's going to be fine. So I'm going to hit with that 27, I assume. Yes, you'll hit with the and 27. does a 13 hit, I'm assuming. 13 will miss. All right. So that is a 9 plus 8, 17 plus 2d4, 17 plus 6. That's 23 magical damage of fists and kicks to the, or actually just fists to the boob. Just, that's, yeah, that's a lot of damage to the boob. And then I'm going to run to the other side of the ship like a scared, wounded dog. And uh, I'm going to ask the crewmates, do we have any cannons? As I, like, kneel down to take cover. Uh, Crew's like, no, we're a transport ship. The only thing we have is the mining lasers. Aim it right there. They're in the cargo hold. All right. If I have enough time, I'll ask them how long it'll take to set up one. If they say more than... They're they're in a panic, so they're just kind of like, well, open up the door. Go grab one. Okay, so it can work real quickly. All right. Yes, it can work real quickly. Uh, Muriel, it is your turn. So you fell to the ground. Go ahead and roll me an acrobatics check. All right. right, What is your brilliant idea? All right. Could I try to grab onto, like, something she's wearing, swing up and stab her in the eye like the pirate that I am? Sure, go ahead. He has uh, hair ties. On roll her me an acrobatics check. 31, oh. nat 20! Oh. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> to quote a 70s song, she's a bad mamma jamma. Okay. And never say that again. Note to self. I love it. Okay, so I hope that did it. 
If not, yes. So as Poe goes goes and punches her in the bosom, Muriel is released and realizing her chance, she grabs onto. She looks like a frost Norse kind of giant, so she she grabs onto one of her braids, swings up like a the Errol Flynn spirit that she is, and stabs her in the eye. Hopefully, I need to roll the hit. That's a 23. That will hit. All right. I don't assume I'm... Would I do sneak attack damage on this? I doubt. I mean, I'd be surprised if... Yeah, you wouldn't do... do... (laughs) All right. So it's it's eight magical piercing damage. It's eight piercing damage. And I wouldn't get the sneak. So I just kind of want to see if I can... On the backswing, or, or as the as the sword is plunged into her eye, use the leverage to get back on her back. Sure. With a 31 acrobatics, I'll give you all of that. Huzzah! So I'm right back where I started. And as my bonus action, I would like to hide. All right. Roll for stealth. Not as pretty as I would have liked. That is a 14. Okay. We'll see what that does to you on the giant's next turn. Sornar, it is your turn. I cast Confusion on the giant. Okay. How are you casting Confusion? I'm just going to start chanting out the instructions for Ikea-type furniture. Okay. I love that. I, I <laughs> You know, you start mumbling instructions, and the giant goes, the A square goes into the B. What? What? But, but, but everything is in some sort of weird language that you don't... So... You're going to plug the Schlopentopen into the uh, Tinderheim, and then that's going to go into butt section of level two. It's very confusing. Very confusing. I rolled a seven. It is confused. Okay. Well, it's not a matter of if it's confused or not, because it's it's just automatically confused. No, it, I, they must succeed a wisdom saving throw. So that'll end my turn, though. All right. Beep wants to make uh, two swings at this roped guy that's holding the wand. All right, go ahead. Describe what you're doing. Like a double swipe, and then like a back swipe with his radiant longsword. That's a 25 and a crit fail. Not so good on the back swipe, but the first swipe will strike. So that's 10 slashing. Oh, and you do kill it. And then looking around, how is this airship kind of being held to the ground here? Is there like one big anchor chain, or is it a bunch of like small ropes? bunch of small ropes that seem to be tied to the ground. There seems to be anchor points. Oh, they're like staked into the ground. Yes. Okay. okay. I'm going to take... I'm, I'm going to try to get past this giant and go up the stairs. Three, four... That's about 30 feet of movement. Assuming I could get up those stairs. I'm not sure what the elevation is on the top of this airship. You can get up the stairs. Okay, and then I'll end my turn here in a defensive stance at the top of the stairs, staring down this giant. So the giant will scream and howl in pain. Blood drips from its eye. It starts to bat at its back, trying to grab at Muriel once again. 27 to grab at Muriel. That will grab Muriel. I'm okay with doing this again. <laughs> let's, 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 let's do it for a second round. So the giant grabs Muriel. You're kind of squirming and squeezing your swords, swiping through it. She looks at Beep, and then she just... Uh, sorry, one one second. Did it... Oh, it's 10. That's right. That's right. Thank you for reminding me. So let's actually see what it does. The creature doesn't move or take actions this turn. Huh. All right. Okay. 
So it's just kind of standing there, just dumbly. Just, like, not really sure where it's at right now. The last cultist looks up at the giant, looks over at the ship, and he starts to flee. That would have, the guardian would have attacked him. All right, so that's a 20, so dexterity saving throw, correct? Correct. All right, dexterity saving throw. Okay, so it takes half of that, so it takes 10. 10 points of damage. It very badly hurt. Last legs is kind of just lumbering, just, just trying to get away. All right, I believe that's Poe's turn. Poe, it is your turn. All right, I reach into the ship where the guy showed me okay. where the uh, the laser is. Yep, they're on racks. Now, where Poe, the normal person, would not be able to pick these up, Poe, the large individual, easily can grab it with both hands. I do so. Is there an on button, a giant switch I need to flick? There's a giant switch. I... I aim it at her. I aim mm-hmm. it at the at the lady, and I say, hey, "Say cheese!" And I flip the switch, shooting a laser at her. Okay. Dex. It's a ranged weapon. Nope. It's going to be a ranged weapon. It is the same rules as Scorching Ray. Ooh. It fires three rays, and you have to make three oh, different like uh, three different. Charisma. I want to use charisma. Okay, use Because <laughs> that's what Scorching Ray, like, well, it's what your spellcasting modifier is. Yeah, it's what I'm your spellcasting modifier. Yes. I'm a monk, so I don't really have one, but if it would be, it'd be wisdom? Yeah, I'll say wisdom. So, yes, oh. go ahead, Poe. Use ranged attacks using your wisdom modifier. Range spell attacks using your wisdom modifier. A 17 to hit. 17 will hit. A 9 and an 18. 18 will hit. So you hit with a 17 and an 18. Scorching Ray, remind me, is that D10 or D8s? That is 2D6 a hit, so you're going to roll 4D6. Damn. Wow! High roll, 24 damage! You hit it squarely in the chest. <laughs> Same sp- you kept keep hitting in the boob. Did you know I'm going to have a boob? <laughs> the furs and the hair starts to burn away. But she still stands. Still standing, very pissed off. To the what? right, you see the other cultists hobbling away. This uh, ray gun that I have... I do have extra yeah. attack. Since it's a mechanical weapon, can it be fired again? Does it count as an extra attack, even though it's technically a spell? What's the ruling on that? It takes time to cool down. All right, so it's useless right now. I'm going to throw it at this cultist. <laughs> Shut the thing. Shut <laughs> the thing at the cultist. All right, go ahead. Roll me range attack using your strength modifier. Yeah, I thought so. A 13 to hit a cultist? 13 will actually hit it. Yes! <laughs> but 2d6 is okay. All right, you want to give me... All right, I'll give you 2d10. Oh, wow. All right, so go ahead and roll me 2d10 to hit because you hit the cultist with the massive piece of machinery. Okay. What'd you roll? I rolled a 16... And if you've seen... Is he dead? I'm assuming he's dead. If you've ever seen the scene from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, I'm sorry if I'm ruining it for anyone with Caesar. Caesar! Just crushed. So that's my extra attack, and I guess my bonus action, or my movement, is to cower behind the ship. (laughs) Okay. I I can just see Poe just, like, grabbing lasers out of the cargo hold, just firing it. I'm Don't running away like a coward. Then kept running away like a coward. So, Muriel. All right. Muriel is going to do the same song as song and dance as before. All right. Uh, so she's going to stab. Do I get advantage for being literally on her back? You don't roll with advantage. You would get oh. your sneak attack. 
Oh, okay. Then it's just the first one, which is a 25. All right, so the regular piercing damage would be 15. Okay. And the sneak attack damage would be Damn. 14. So that's going to be 29 magical piercing damage on the uh, giant. All right. Anything else, Muriel? I would like to use my bonus action to hide. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Roll for roll for stealth. 23. 23. All right. Sornar, it is your turn. Would it be possible for me to jump onto the back of Poe from the top of the ship? <laughs> what? Yeah, go ahead. What, do you want an acrobatics for that? Yeah, go ahead. Give me an acrobatics check for that. Acrobatic or athletics? Acrobatics. Dang. I feel like you're aiming at that point. I feel like that's more acrobatics. No, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to attempt that. 18? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Poe, as you're carrying behind the ship, a large mass lands on your back. And then as I land on his back, I am going to cast Cure Wounds at third level. <laughs> I love that sound. And uh, I'm going to heal him 14 healing. All right. And tell him to get back in there. All right. So that's your uh, movement action. Anything else? Nope. That should be it. Other than pushing Poe back to fight the giant. All right. Beep. Mark four. Oh, Poe's got a special plan for this. So Beep is basically trying to draw as much attention to himself, kind of doing some flourishes. You know, Star Wars style, completely unnecessary. But he's going to be swinging his radiant longsword at the giant. All right. Twenty and twenty-seven. Twenty and a twenty-seven will both hit. Then I'll describe, hold fast. You want to describe what you're doing, or? Yeah. So I'm I'm swinging my sword around, doing a bunch of flourishes, trying to draw attention to myself, get the, the giant to pay attention to me. All right. Speaking of the giant, it is the giant's turn. It is no longer under the effects of the spell. I rolled a 19 for confusion. It okay. is going to... There's nothing else I can do. <laughs> you sound so sad. Does it, does it do the confusion at the beginning or end of its turn? At the end of its turn. So, so it's just staring around blankly, and then at the end of its turn, you roll, and then it's like, okay, well, so next turn it can move. All right, cool. All right, so Muriel, does a 24 hit you? No. JK, it does. <laughs> uh, so that's, I, a dis- I, that's a disadvantage. So yeah, it's a disadvantage. I, uh... It reaches back. It grabs hold of you yet again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I... It's like, stupid little fly. And it's going to chuck you at beep. Okay. That's not actually that far away. I'm okay with this. Can I try to grab onto the the rigging instead of just landing right into beep? You're flying too fast for that. Okay. You're going to slam into beep. I rolled a 30 for this Ow. attack. So yeah, you are going like, you're shooting off like, Professional baseball league style. Yay. 29 points of damage for the both of you. Except for... I'm going to use my reaction to... At every turn? Starting at fifth level, when an attacker that you can see hits you with an attack, you can use reaction to have the attack's damage against you. It didn't hit you. It it used you to hit... (laughs) Beep hit me! (laughs) Beep hit me! And... Yeah, you. If it's uh, an attack, though, it's an attack. So you flip and twirl and you land feet first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's uh, 14 instead. Okay. Beep, go ahead and roll me a strength check to see if you're going to be knocked prone or not. So 15. 15, you're fine. And then I rolled a 9 on my saving throw to maintain enlarge on Poe. Damn it. Yeah, that doesn't work. Poe, you shrink back down to normal size, and Sorinar is now on top of you. Oh, it's something so cool planned, too. 
The giant looks over its wounds and it's like, you will pay for this. And it's actually going to turn tail and run away. Yeah, there's more of that where that came from. <laughs> Start up. Get the out of here, guys. Like chase after her. And like, you know, I could have just mutinied. Could have been there by now, but no. Somebody was like, oh, we want to go. We have to keep our oaths. Yada, yada, yada. Thanks, Sornar. You're Shall we rush the crew to hasten their trip and try and get to that source of plume before the giant does? Words of encouragement or whatever it takes. What do you guys do? I look at the captain and the crew. A gold piece for each of you if you can get us to the tower. Quick. Or? Do they say yes or? They ask, like, the tower? They're unsure what you're talking about. I point in the direction of the plume of smoke. A fortress, I should have said. Gotta say that out loud. I, I know what I you po- meant. Yeah, I point at the fortress. Oh, the, the plume of smoke. That thing. The captain will actually go to the edge of the ship. He'll look at over at you, Sornar, looking for confirmation. Uh, I was a little bit more concerned about the cultist than the giant. Just the giant. sign your name on the contract already. The giant had the cultist uh, symbol on her. Yeah, I understand that, but that was probably more of a uh, a muscle than someone who has Im- information. If we grab the cultist, we might might be able to get information out of him. They're all dead. No, nope, one yeah. got away. I crushed him with a laser. Oh, that is right. <laughs> yeah. You can check the cultists to see if any of them are alive. I don't want this giant... Telling everyone, yeah. let's go yeah. now. Let's go after the giant. Yeah, yeah. Let's get him. All right. We cool. need to get ahead of the problem. Captain, are you what traveling? are you waiting for? Are you traveling on foot? or Are you taking the ship? The We're ship. Taking the ship. Okay. I will take the ship, one We're, way or another. I am going to request the captain give us use of the ship. All right. Yes. Let us make way. It should take us only a moment to get the ship prepared to take flight. They start to close up the bay doors, pull in the gangplank, and then. One by one, they start to pry the stakes out from the ground, unfurl the sail. It does take a while for this to happen. I'll help wherever I can to hasten it up, even cutting the rope and just saying, I'll buy one later. Okay. Uh, Uh, And with my experience with airships, I do the same. All right. So Muriel, um, Poe, that you guys are are rushing to try to help this out. Sorinar, beep. What are you two doing? I am conversing with the captain uh, because he said he had a way to talk to Lord Osborne to get confirmation. And I'm going to see if if anything happens to us, uh, the, being the, the people who were with me, I want you and your team to let Lord Osborne know that Wilhelm was not on the up and up. Wilhelm? Wilhelm? Vilmar. 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 All right. Dark, so dark he goes, yes. I go into the corner. And he's going to pull mm-hmm. out his ticker tools and his smith tools. He's going to start giving himself a little repair, taking a short rest. The captain looks over to you, Soren. I was like, uh, yes, we can speak to Lord Osborne. Quickly, to my chamber. All right. Uh, and, I follow him to the chamber. So as you enter the chamber, it's a sparse room lit by a few candles. Sitting on the desk is a apparatus that you're very familiar with. It's a sending mirror. It's much more advanced than the little orb that you had at the magic shop. Just working with House Cannon, it was like, oh, I know exactly how to use these things. What is it called one more time? Sending mirror. Uh, so how does a sending mirror work? It's similar to a sending stone. Since this is Lord Osborne's private ship, it's actually attached to another sending mirror which Lord Osborne has on him or has in his vicinity. 
So I am going to use the mirror and reach out to Lord Osborne. Okay. You put your hand on the mirror and it ripples out like it's made of liquid. And when it ripples back in, you see the visions of Lord Osborne. He turns to the mirror. Yes, Captain. Sorinar! We just spoke. How yes, are you? I'm troubled. Vilmar has betrayed the house. Uh, he sent cultists after us. He's the one who uh, destroyed our ship. Uh, he has totally gone against what you wanted. And we are pursuing to hopefully take him down now. But where is the axe? He has it. You definitely need to go get that from him. I will not stand by as one of my loyal servants robs from me. Absolutely, sir. We're doing that. But I just wanted to let you know not to trust him. And uh, we intercepted the mining. We um, couldn't save the mining equipment. Uh, Sorry. There's only one of the lasers. Or was there only one? There's multiple in the hole. Oh, my God. All right. You couldn't save the mining equipment. Oh, no. And the captain looks at you, Sornar. Just. Well, we we saved most of it. Oh, okay. Oh, good, 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 good. Yes. It's, it's very expensive mining equipment there. Yes. All right. I'm... All right, then. Then go get me my axe and then take Vilmar in for questioning. I will take him alive if possible, sir. Very good. Yeah. Some of these people you have working with me, they're kind of stabby. Only the best. Only the best, Sorinar. Yes, my lord. <laughs> All right. Go get that rapscallion and the mirror will cut off. The captain oh. looks at you. He goes, well... For the mission, it is your ship now. What are your orders, sir? Follow that giant. Very well. The ship packs up. They unfurl the sails. The ring around starts to blaze with fire as the ship starts to lift off the ground. In a few moments, the ship will shoot off, heading towards Baron's Keep. So the ship packs up, and it zooms away. It's going to take about half an hour to get to the keep. What are you all doing? Uh... I think I want to... Does a short rest have to be an hour? You can stall for time if you want. If you want to take the short rest, I will allow it. Could I have started the short rest at right before the end of it, or did I have to declare that earlier? If I you all want to take the short rest, take the short rest. I'm just saying that because I'm about 20 hit points down. We are going into the final fight of the last episode. Yeah, short rested. We might enter the battle worse for wear, but I desperately need it. I don't want to burn all of our spell slots healing. Yeah, I'm going to use some hit dice. So, if anyone wants to know, I was at 2 HP. Good. Who was? I was, after that, after you swung at me for 24 damage, I had 26. Okay, but not... So you, when you, you gave me 12 health, I'm like, yeah, thanks. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Well, you gotta say something to that. I, I, I don't know if you're you're hurting like that unless you say something. I, I try, I try not to say the numbers. That's perfectly fine. Just be like, yeah. oh, I feel death coming on. Or I also ran away like a coward because I was just so hurt. <laughs> I, I did realize that. That's why yeah. I jumped off the back of the ship. Yeah, it helped. So... It helped. But no. So, hey. All right. So you guys have to stay back so you can heal up and rest up. The captain will honor your request. What are you guys doing for this hour, preparing for battle, preparing for the final fight with Vilmar? What is going through your heads? If we're in the sky, can we, like, drop a bomb or a laser on this giant to kill her while we're on our way? Like, can I estimate on how quickly she's running and how far away we are and how fast we are going? I want to do the... I want to... Poe wants to try and use his negative one intelligence. Never mind. (laughs) I was about to say do the train equation of, like, this leaves it this station going this miles per hour, but 
There's seven no apples. Seven. Yeah. It's very hard to find the giant through the foliage. You have a main destination in mind. I'm trying trying to figure out if if we're going by a fortress, it may be good. I, I know never split the party, but dropping a couple of us in to infiltrate the inside since we're going to be above them wouldn't necessarily be a bad idea. Uh, speaking um, of which, before you go in to infiltrate, I would like to cast, not currently, but before you, you head off to do it, I want to cast non-detection on you. Okay. Again, like I said, what is going through your minds as you're heading towards this fight? I'm oh. going to get my freaking paycheck, even if I have to skin this Velmar alive. Thornar? And I better get this next promotion in the house. Oh. Well, Poe's just in it for Muriel. Aww. And Beat, what are you thinking about? You don't really have any attachment. Why are you risking your life for this? Yeah, I'm starting to ask myself the same thing. Seems like I'm fighting the enemy of my enemy. Hmm. Very true. The captain comes up to you, Sornar. He goes, are we flying over, sir? Are we landing? Muriel, how do you think best we proceed? Okay, so the the fortress... I'm assuming it's walled up, right? Because it is a yeah. fortress. Okay. I'd say where the smoke's coming out, is that like a, a giant chimney, a bonfire? Like, coming, as it, we get closer. It seems to be coming from like the courtyard of the fortress. All as right. you get closer, the closer you get to it, the darker it becomes as plumes of smoke wash over the airship. All right. If it's coming from a, the courtyard, mm-hmm. uh, I would say, does this airship have smaller... Is it big enough that it would have it something like a little fighter packs off of it? or? So this airship is a lot larger than the one that you were flying. It is equipped with a few pods that can be used to fly down. All right. Are the pods big enough for multiple people or are they one-man man craft? About two people can fit in a pod. Okay. Like two peas? Two peas in oh, a pod. Sh- oh, shut up. Both Love of it. you. Uh, Love it. All right, so... I am I your al- god! I almost think that... We should avoid getting the airship too close. It would be great if we could use the AirPods in some way to drop us off so that we fly in a little bit more subtly. So we're not attracting attention. Because whatever this thing is, I guarantee it's going to be surrounded by a lot of people. And if we could land away from it, like on the, maybe the, is there like a tower in the middle of this like fortress? No, it seems to be four towers and a wall surrounding a courtyard. All right. So if we could get dropped on the opposite side of where the smoke is coming, we might be able to sneak up to it and sort of get an idea of what we're facing before we run right into it. So you guys are voting to take a stealthy approach to this? Correct. Okay. Uh, The captain will agree to this. I got that old man stealth. So you guys head to the pods, fly down. The ship will fly overhead. As you get close to it, plumes of black smoke waft over everything, over the airship. As you get into your pods, you hear the resounding click, and then you're released. The pods can't travel fast, but they can descend at a slower speed to make sure it's nice and safe. There is a viewing window. As you descend, you look upon Baron's Keep for the first time. Close up, you see three massive machineries just digging into the ground. The entire keep itself, the walls are derelict. It looks to be bust. The entire area has been cleared out, and they're just digging down, down. Plumes of smoke are heaping out. You see workers shoveling coal into the machinery. And as you guys hit the tree line, the pods will crash and land. 
um, you're able to get out safely and make your way towards the keep. Do you come from the north, the east, the south, or the west? Oh, it I thought you like, said west. West. Um, it looks like there are three uh, on the map. It looks like there's a a segment of the southern wall gone, and the entire west wall is gone. Yes. All right. Oh. Are there any smaller entrances among the other towers, or? Yes, there are smaller entrances. I say we take a smaller entrance in one of the uh, complete walls, so we're not walking in in plain view of everybody. Also, I would like to drop a bomb into that shaft. If we have anything explosive-like. Mining materials that you left on the ship. Darn. Oh, well. Or maybe that uh, lovely Warforged fellow could uh, jerry-rig something. From the pod engine. Uh, I could try. Go ahead and make me a knowledge arcana check. That's a 19. 19. You think that with both pods you could probably fashion something. It'll take you a little bit of time, but you could do it. Okay, I'll start tinkering around with that. Uh, give All me right. just a minute. Is anybody going to assist him with this? Group project? Poe's an idiot, so no. Okay. Sornar? I'm unsure. Okay. What are you unsure about? What's exactly going on so we're sneaking i thought we were sending in uh muriel to uh reconnaissance and then she was going to come back well i can go do that but when we passed overhead i assume we got a, a little bit of a peek at what's inside so it looks like they're digging something trying to open up a shaft i think it would suit us that they do not reach whatever they're trying to reach so if we can drop a lovely explosive in there and close up the shaft, it might stop them from probably summoning an eldritch god because of the way that we had cultists. So, I mean... Do you want to go ahead and scout out, Muriel? Well, yeah. uh, Beep, it's going to take a while for Beep to make this bomb. Tink, 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 tink. So, the miners are evil? Yep. How do you know that? Because all children are evil. Ah, 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 ah jokes okay we probably know that they are evil mostly because of the fact that this is where the uh giant was heading this is where the cult the cultists wanted the mining equipment so obviously they are in league with the miners uh i can try when i get closer to find out if they're being coerced to do this but for right now we should assume that everybody in the fortress is in league with Velmar. Okay, but contractors are a thing. Yeah, contractors are a thing. But uh, contracted to kill us is uh, also a thing. So I'm going to roll my stealth and find out what's going on in there. All right, try not to kill anyone innocent while you're in there, please. Thank you. Innocent. I'll be back up. As he's saying that 23 (laughs) stealth, he turns around and I have Batman out of this conversation. Uh, Before you did that, uh, once again, as I was saying before... uh, going to cast non-detection. All right, what does that do? For the duration you hide a target that you touch from divination magic, the target can be a willing creature or a place or an object no larger than 10 feet in any dimension. The target cannot be targeted by any divination magic or perceived through magical scrying sense. Nice. All right. Um, I asked Mario if she wants like a a, me to come up like 30 feet behind her, like signal path, or do you prefer just alone? (laughs) Okay. I, I cast you a spell of signal jammer. Yay! Right. Nate, yeah, 30 feet 
maybe 40 feet would be better. Um, All right. Just so that if you make any noises, they won't catch me. Okay. okay. All right. So that was so, a 23 stealth. Okay. As Beep is walking on this bomb, you sneak up to the keep. Which direction do you come from? I'm coming from the east. Okay. Uh, as I'm as I'm looking, do I see any uh, any entrances? Uh, you see a few entrances. The keep itself seems to be in disrepair, so you're able to um, slink and sneak through the wall through one of the many damaged portions. All right. I want to come in through this part over here, uh, which okay. is for our friendly listeners at home, is uh, east to the like uh, from the northeast if right. i have my directions right you inch yourself into the northeast you see tents arranged around haphazardly coals from the last night's fires dimming out massive machines now you being an elf you've been around for centuries these machines look like they were made during the last war they seem to have been pieced together refurbished just to get him running they have dug into the earth a massive pit stretching down over a hundred feet deep and they continue to dig at the very center they seem to be almost completing their work you see a a ring made of dark metal you're not really sure what type it is it seems to be soaking up light instead of reflecting it on each side of the ring two other rings almost like a chain is made inside the ring itself is a pool of lava vilmar stands at the ready axe in hand excited around the room you see other robed individuals around the pit everybody seems to be waiting intently looking on watching and waiting what do you do muriel i need to buy the boys back home a little bit of time mm-hmm. uh so i'm gonna ah you know smoky the bear always told me that you weren't supposed to leave cigarettes in a weird places i I'm going to not listen to Smokey the Bear, and I'm going to try to light some of these tents on fire. So how are you lighting them on fire? All right. See, what do I have? I have my tinderbox, which I've been using to light my cigarettes, or I've probably been using, like, matches or... Right. That kind of thing. Could I say, because I'm a pirate, I have some rum? Sure. Yay. So I'm going to take one bottle of rum, and I would like to Molotov cocktail... The so I would like to Molotov cocktail this one and this one. The second one I drew out, I want it to, that to be the first, and I want to light both of them. And then uh, while they're having to deal with these fires, that'll give Poe a little bit more time to do his thing. Poe doing? I mean, doing the beep. Yeah, I'm sorry. I I get confused sometimes. I think my age is getting to me too. <laughs> okay, so who are you giving more time to? Okay, I'm giving more time to Beep to make the uh, the bomb. Uh, I figure if there's a fire on set, actually, since I haven't thrown them yet, is there a way that I could throw one of them? Do you think a Molotov cocktail would do damage to one of these machines? It Probably not, but it would look like it did. <laughs> so I might want to stop and make sure that they're okay. Yeah. All right, so I would like to, instead of those two, can I, is there a way to undo the drawing? Or is it just stuck like that forever? Click and drag over it and then hit delete. Okay. Yay! All right, so I'm going to hit, I want to hit that tent and this machine with Molotov cocktails. All right, which one are you doing first? Are you doing the machine or the tent? 
I'm going to do the tent first, and I'm going to move behind this. I'm going to move behind this tent. I'm going to throw the Molotov there to set that one ablaze. And then while attention's going to this one, I'm going to throw the second one at the machine and then use the chaos to slip back and tell them what's going on. So, okay. You just toss it. You don't need to worry about throwing an attack. I will need you to make me a stealth check uh, with disadvantage, so I guess just roll it normally. Ugh. Just slink back to see if you get to see if you get spotted. That is a 21. Alright. This is what happens when you don't pay me, cheapskates. Honestly, they would have succeeded if they just paid us. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Muriel so, would not care about this whole thing if she had gotten her paycheck. Well, I had to keep you in the story somehow. <sighs> okay. So you throw the first one, uh, it lights a ten of blaze, the cultists look over, use the distraction to throw it at the machinery, it splashes, fire goes everywhere, the cultists go over there, to ch- they turn off the machine, they start to inspect it, and you slink away, right? Yeah, I'm gonna slip here. As you slink away, you see Vilmar climbing out of the pit, he surveys the area, you start to go through the cracks, and he turns to you, and for a second you think he spots you, but he doesn't say anything. I flip him the bird. And that's where we're going to end it tonight. Thank you all for listening. This has been Breaking the Chain Part 5. Tune in next week for the final conclusion as our heroes face down Vilmar and his evil plot. Poe, if you please. Back in my day, the minstrels were better. Play us out. (laughs) 